I need adventure and sticks. <laughs> I don't have money to acquire the adventure and sticks I talked about. I'll go to cool.com. <laughs> I can't go to cool.com because that is something else. I'll go to kingdomofloathing.com. <laughs> kingdomofloathing.com. Check it totally out. Uh, <laughs> hey, everybody. It's Thursday night. It's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast. I'm Jake. And I'm Riff. And I'm Hot Stuff. How's it going, guys? It's good. Going good. You know, we had this plan to make three items of the month this month. And last year, I uh, last year, last week, I was I was all filled with doom and gloom. When I wasn't preaching doom, I was only preaching gloom. But this week, I feel okay about it. That's pretty good. Let's go on vacation. This is a work trip. It's not a vacation. Well, it's both. It's it's a workcation. We're going there to do more work. A workcation. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. We're gonna work a little bit, but a lot of a lot of what we're gonna do is just I don't know, lay in some Burning Man bullshit and look at the ceiling. (laughs) Oh, that's night games. (laughs) Last year, Night Games was real Burning Manny. It was very Burning Man. Burning Manny. Yeah, <laughs> that's the that's the sequel to our Max movie. Bur- you know, Burning Annie. Yeah, no, I I you know, was you know the movie that I that was aware. Yeah. I saw that movie without having seen Annie Hall. I'm curious if I went back having seen Annie Hall. Oh, you have now seen Annie. Hall? I have now seen Annie Hall. I had not seen Annie Hall when I saw Burning Annie. I had not. I had never been to Mississippi before. I saw Mississippi burning. That is not true. <laughs> I bo- I have been to Mississippi, and I have not seen Mississippi burning. I've heard it's good. I've heard that Stephen Tobolowski is a good villain. You've not been to Burning Man. <laughs> I haven't. Okay, but I am a man. But you have seen Man on Fire. What a mighty good man! I have seen Man on Fire. Man on Fire is pretty good. Yeah, you know, in the revenge fantasy. Have you seen movie. Man on Wire? Yes, actually. Have you seen? <laughs> Have you seen Bird on a Wire? <laughs> yeah, with uh, Goldie Hawn and Mel Gibson. Yeah. Have yes, you seen? I have actually. Birdman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what about <Yeah>. Wirebird? <laughs> that, that's not a real thing, yeah. Kevin. Correct. See, Kevin, <laughs> that was a trick question. <laughs> okay, you were just seeing if I was saying that I had seen every movie. Yes. Okay, because I do do that sometimes. I sometimes you do see every movie. You see every movie. Everything. <laughs> yep, your kingdom now contains one of every bird. I know one person who will be very happy. Do you have anything to talk about about the Kingdom of Loathing before we get to the questions from Kingdom of Loathing players, podcast listeners? I don't think so. We did our we did our Twitch thing, at Twitch Tower thing. Was that since the last show? Probably not. I think it ended. Yeah, that was the previous the Tuesday previous show. Yeah. It's, um, I don't know. People seem to like it. Yep. There was a bunch of good feedback about it. Probably some during the last show. People are, uh, posting a bunch of one day, uh, soft core community service runs. Oh, are they? Yeah. Good. I guess that probably means we need to do something with it when it's not the current path anymore. There's a question about that. Why don't we think about that and talk about that when we get asked that question? Okay. Uh, Yorukage writes, 
I was listening to an old podcast where you were worried about new players never starting to listen to your podcast, and I wanted to let you know that I started playing this year, and I listened to the podcast. Also, this game is great. Thanks for making it. Thank you, Yurokage. Did uh, you go back and listen to the entire horrifying archive? Oh, boy. Boy, I hope not, because, man, it is unlistenable. The audio quality is garbage. The audio quality and the content. And, yeah, and we're garbage. And, yeah, <laughs> like, just everything is awful. There is that one show where we're super drunk. Which is awful. Is pretty funny. It's awful. It's pretty funny. It's not funny. (laughs) It's funny if you are expecting a regular show and you get that. I guess. So I have an idea (laughs) for next week. Um, Riff, we're going to have to coordinate this. Okay. I'm going to need you to drink more than you usually do. So I'm going to need you to have one (laughs) drink. Drink any. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. You sometimes have like an absinthe. Yeah, but cocktail. As not, many as not during two the show. Absence. Yeah. <laughs> well, so your arrange your sleep schedule such that you are happy with drinking before we record. Okay. I really we don't actually need to to drink next week. I, I, I know, I know. I really think that it is a good idea. I think that it would be fun and funny, and people would think that it was entertaining for us to get Riff and C.D. Moyer out here at the same time oh. and just do the, like, drunk oh, the, the dungeon. Drunge, the drungeon? Yeah. <laughs> the drungeon, yeah. Where we just add a news that we create content live, adding a new zone an hour. We, I was gonna say, we drink, we drink one drink every time somebody kills a monster. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we would have to do it, so, I mean, probably realistically what we have to do is we're just sipping beers and then we just do a shot every half hour or something i don't know god would it be like a twitch sort of thing yeah okay yeah i I mean because it's it's not fun if you can't see see us fall out of our chairs that's oh come on that's not gonna happen we we've had 11 drinks in three hours together yeah and i was i was feeling horrible you even took a break to puke because you i were did cheating. Because, because i couldn't i couldn't keep it all in <laughs> throwing up in a in a drinking party is cheating uh yes. apparently yeah <laughs> hot stuff has not had drinks around the world at epcot center what I about have. what about if you what about if you eat like half a loaf of bread while you're drinking is that cheating well we had dinner we all ate food yeah that he was allowed he just couldn't handle it anyway Remember that time uh, <sighs> that $40 worth of champagne blew into the lake in the middle of Epcot? Center? God, yeah. We were like, let's you, take you, a picture. Well, we, you, Mr. Photographer, were like, let's take a picture of this champagne. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, while, while, the, while the champagne flutes were posing for their picture, they fell into the ocean, <laughs> costing $40. Oh, my God. <laughs> yep. This is a pretty good picture, though, I guess. <laughs> It would have been great if you had caught them mid- while they were falling. Fall. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, failure. I'm not sure what your name is, right? How much is an adventure worth in real time measurements? Like a minute or five minutes? We have elected not to choose. Yeah, because like you can for go on example, a whole vacation in three adventures. Like a ski trip is three adventures. <laughs> and there was there was that poor unfortunate soul who accidentally blew his four and a half years of wow. carbo loading yeah. this past week. Man, that was a okay, so here for for any listener who doesn't know how this thing works, oh, God. there is there is a postomancer spell, uh, the or is it a 
I think so. It's called it's a it's themed as a song, but yeah, I guess it's it's the canticle of carbo loading, right? So yeah, you you basically cast this thing and it gives you a flag. And the more times you cast it, the more of the flag you get. And that flag just gives you a bunch of extra turns the next time you eat pasta. And we decided to leave it uncapped because it was funny. Uh, and something like this would eventually happen. It Basically, like, you could just cast it every day. And then if there was, like, a world event where you wanted to spend a thousand turns in a day or whatever, that's then that's fine. And so, so this person had 4,500 turns to spend in wow. one day. <laughs> They accidentally ate something that they did not know a was pasta. Time. They had been doing it every day for four and a half years. Yeah, I remember where we were when we made that carbo loading skill. I remember oh, yeah? talking about it. It was in the first department that we stayed at in San Francisco. Wow, I remember you all only the San Francisco development. Yeah, you only remember things that happened in San Francisco. Well, only when we were traveling, right? Like I remember the stuff we worked on when I was in New York. I remember the stuff we worked on while oh, okay. we were all in London. Like it's something about those uh, changes of scenery. Yeah, four and a half years, every day, this guy had been doing this thing and accidentally, because he did not think of a wonton as pasta, which is pretty fair. Yeah. Like, in real life, you don't think, oh, let's go get some pasta at the Chinese restaurant. Right. Although, yes, you totally do, because chow mein is pasta. Like, it's noodles, right? It's it's a weird kind of noodle. Is it? I, I mean, I it's of, just, I, I don't think of... I no, don't, I guess lo mein. Lo mein is more like traditional noodles. Sure. I mean, Chinese food has egg noodles in it a lot of the time, and that's pasta. Sure. When I think pasta, I think, like, Italian food, right? So, or, like, fake Italian food. Like, what fake Italian food? Like Somebody, uh... Play-Doh? Like a fun factory? Chef boy. Somebody in, in the neighborhood in, in Arizona was, was posting to uh, social media. They're apparently going to open a McDonald's on the corner nearest uh, my house in Mesa. And somebody on the neighborhood social network uh, next door that I, that I started using in the hopes that I could find, like... I could just tell people I'm not a drug dealer. <laughs> That's mainly what I want. Uh was complaining, ah, oh, no, I can't believe they're opening a McDonald's. That sucks. They should open a nice sit-down restaurant like a Red Lobster or Olive Garden. Ah, <laughs> oh, come on, guys. I mean, it is a, it's a tear up. Right? It is. And I, I mean, I if would there was an Olive Garden on that corner, I would probably eat at it every once in a while. Sure. I definitely do spend a lot of time at the Outback Steakhouse, right. although that's for the, the food folks and fun, not the food. The, you, you do have... Uh, people that you know at the outback oh yeah yeah the there's the the incredibly gregarious bartender yeah incredible greg yeah i was gonna ask if his name was greg yep greg gary greg 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 ross gregarious gregarious greg gary ross Gopto says, with all this community service going on, do you think there will be any kingdom-wide economic or political changes after the challenge path is phased out? Seems like all the positive stuff going on would lead to a slightly less sleazy back alley or a more prosperous and opulent market square. I don't think you want opulence in market square. Do Do you think that each challenge path is its own parallel universe? Because there are a lot of things that happen in them that just are not canon for the main story of the game right i think each playthrough is its own parallel universe oh right you have some weird metaphysical theory about certain bits of the kingdom being unstuck in time uh yeah like you are toot oriole knows yeah that you've that you ascend and the island that actually just happens over and over and over again the island war okay those are the only two things 
So the island is unstuck in time and is continually bond back to the Stone Age. The, yeah, the island is experiencing all of the... Yeah, and I don't know how much time passes, right? Like, it could be a really long time for them in between right. each individual player's ascension. Right. That's a lot. I don't know if... You know, but then none of them would remember it, which makes sense, I guess. Right. That means the Toot Oriole has been around for a long time, so that's some sort of, like, immortal bird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's, you know... Is the Toot going to make a cameo in West of Loathing? I don't know. I mean, I really want there to not be a thing that you understand is a tutorial in right. West of Loathing. Um, but I don't know, maybe. But I just I mean as a character. Yeah, I mean, he might just he might just pop in and tweet a, tweet a little toot at you every once in a while, let you know a thing. I mean, maybe the social to... media integration could have him uh, tweet for you. Oh, the social media integration. Yeah, that we're, that we're definitely going to do. You don't think we should do social media integration with our newest game? I don't know when we release it on the phone, I guess. iPads have social media. Uh, Computers have social media. Uh, uh, okay. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know that I really want like a Twitter icon on every joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it wouldn't. It would be... The tutorial. Oh, the tutorial. Okay. Yeah. I do you kind of suspect that this for you, partner. The the ability to to tweet the silly things that the bears and alpha bear say contributed heavily to that being popular. Yeah, but it didn't make any money. Mm. That's true. Because games that uh games that engage in social media don't make money. There. Data. No. QED. <laughs> I was gonna say games. The games that's that are not like a word. Riff puzzle content. <laughs> no wonder you're terrible in alpha bears. Theoretically, the money that you could spend on alpha bears would be uncapped, but I don't. I don't know how many of those kinds of players they have. How many wh- whales? Whales. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. Sevalt says, have you ever listened to St. Vincent? Her latest album is really good and right up your alley. If you like Suzanne Vega and Joanna Newsom, I miss music discussion on this show, man. I miss being young and, and having time to listen and to music. ever listening to music. Yeah. I mean, it's not, I don't think that I don't have time to listen to music. I think that I listen to podcasts instead of music. Now I, I predominantly listen to podcasts. Have you not been to any shows in the recent years? I went to, they might be giants, so nothing really, new. That doesn't really count. I um, try to go to a show seen, a year or so. I went to, I went to, I saw Narboots. Uh, what is Narboots? It is a crazy, it's, it's very similar to, uh, imagine older Bay Area treasure mammal. Mm. Um, it was, it was a band with like two drummers and no other instruments. Um, I saw a band that I don't remember, but if you look at my Twitter history, you can see me saying that they're good. Uh, who opened okay. for a rapper named Bus Driver that I saw next door to our office, actually, that uh, Damien was a big fan of. Um, you know, I saw Bus the mini bosses. I've seen mm-hmm. MC Front a lot, but I saw Cornmo perform last year. Sure. Again, these are all things that like, these are all things I discovered when I was still cool. I'm still in my twenties. Cool is a state of mind. Yeah. Just like being old. Okay, I'm I'm bo- I'm old and not cool. That's uh that's only because you think you are. Saint Vincent. Are you familiar with Saint Vincent? I am. Is Saint Vincent good? Would I like Saint Vincent? Uh I think it is possible. I've I have only heard 
about like half an album's worth. Uh, and there were some songs that I really liked, but some that I was sort of could give, could take or leave. I see. I you say. could give a rat's ass about. Get, you yeah. There were some songs you couldn't care I could less. give some leave. Yeah. Uh, we went and saw John Hodgman. Yeah. Do a, do a, a set, do a routine mm. of a lot of jokes that he had been practicing on various podcasts. Oh, have you, <laughs> had you heard yeah, it? Yeah. Oh, interesting. It, but I mean, a lot of it was fine. Um, he was playing some Joanna Newsom in the beginning before his set. That's true. A little techno remix of the song about the boat. <laughs> I could look it up because I, I uh, shazammed it. Really? I did. Uh, I know exactly three Suzanne Vega songs. Uh, 99.9% pure. Okay. What's another? What's another? How, are the, how do you not know? How do you know that one? That's actually the name of an album, but it's also there. There is a title track on that album that I bet you. I like that song. Actually, okay. you, I'm not just wait, making that wait, up. I know four Suzanne Vega songs because Blood. I actually my favorite Suzanne Vega song was not on the list of the three that I thought I remembered. Blood makes noise. Yeah, that's everybody that's stop and listen to Blood. Bridge, makes bridges noise and balloons. Yeah. Bridges and balloons. Yeah. The one about the boat. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. Zen Zero Zero says, we need more candy zones for Crimbo. Please make this Crimbo Wait, entirely more about candy. more candy zones? Uh, no, we already had a Crimbo that was all about candy. And this Crimbo, we've already decided what it's about. Uh, and now Riff just has to write all of it. What? Yeah, Crimbo's- Riff, have you, not, have you not gotten yeah. going on that? <laughs> oh, Riff, I didn't tell you to do it, but yeah, you should have just figured not, it out. You should have thought real assignment Christmas coming up. the thing comes up on my computer telling me to do it. Gypsy is the other Suzanne Vega song that I have on my phone. What what are your other favorite Suzanne Vega songs? Oh, I was saying the only ones that I knew were 99.9 Fahrenheit Degrees, Tom's Diner, and Luca. Ah. Oh, is Luca Suzanne Vega? I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nothing is as good as Blood Makes Noise, though. No, yeah, definitely. That is a great song. Yeah. Blue Scream says, just wanted to pipe up with somebody that was happy about the tower being semi-announced. The possibility of random world events was one of the reasons I started logging in regularly when I started playing years ago. Oh, well, thank you for weighing in on that. We we should do it more often. Like, we should, should we really just should. And we just do more world events? Yeah. Yeah, it's just and that. And they can be goofy and dumb. Like and everything else, the bar for those has gone up and up and up. It doesn't have, have to be. I know. I understand. A lot of people were like surprised that there was new content with the Twitch Tower. We could have oh, just yeah? brought it back with nothing new, and a lot of people would have been pretty happy. I'm mm. sure that a bunch of people would have been disappointed, but yeah, I, you know. Did, have you have you told people that anybody who wasn't speaking in rhyming couplets uh, on that day, their account's going to be deleted? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. No, we announced that ahead of time. Good. Um, Man, I am going to have. I had to go back and and correct all the punctuation on those monsters because. Uh, I went and looked at the uh, the the wiki to see if anybody pointed out like all the game references that I put into the one of them, and uh, it turns out when I when I formatted them because I had done them in individual lines, but I forgot to put line breaks. It wasn't meant to be formatted as a single paragraph. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that it was. Yeah, that sucks. So, but. Uh, yeah. So oh, I went. I went back. Some, and, some uh, of our fucking form fields 
ignore line breaks and because it, it didn't don't. look yeah. like a single paragraph it looked like know. a bunch of individual lines in the spindler the spindler exactly yeah so i oh and that's why people were so confused ah oh, that's okay that, yeah. i was just i didn't understand anything good so, literally none of us ever went in and fought any of those monsters after well no it's like everybody except like the the dev guys did and and enjoyed them and complimented me on them but because they didn't know it was my intention that they be in lines they didn't bring it up Oh, so and and uh, I didn't have an easy way to to go test them without getting on Devster and fooling around, which I almost never do, and probably should. Can, can you not just fight stuff? Uh, I don't. I don't, that, I don't think I don't know I can. that that command is hooked up. No, for I can. I can. Uh, I can do a choice adventure, but I can't do a combat. Right. We ought to just give Rift that privilege. Yeah, but uh, so I, I I went back and uh, reformatted them in the Spindler so that they were paragraph style and corrected the made the changes that were required to make that make grammatical sense with punctuation you did a really good job with those things thank you that's those true are, those are fun i enjoy i enjoy writing poetry as like a word puzzle hmm yeah okay i can see what you mean uh f says what's your estimated release year for west of loathing are there <laughs> other projects going outside or are there other outside projects going on as well also can i get a new spoopy spookloween name uh, oh man, that uh, that Chrome extension is really paying dividends. It's Spookloween <laughs> everywhere, all over the place. Spookloween, Spookloween, Spookloween. Hello, F. Uh, okay. Who who was it asking for this? F. 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 Oh. Uh, yeah. F. F. Is for Frankenstein. <laughs> oh, F. Frighteners. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I like F is for Frankenstein. F is for Frankenstein's monster. F's monster is 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 like one letter particularly scary like X maybe hmm. seven P <laughs> seven uh, uh, release here for West of Loathing is definitely 2016 like uh, something is going to have gone horribly wrong if we that is not can't true. get this game up next yeah. year like. So, I mean, like, the big system that we still haven't implemented is combat, but that's yeah. happening soon. Yep. And then it's going to be it's just, just content, content right? and, and so, like, polish, like, continuous polish iteration, right? Yep. Got to make the old polish sausage. Yep. Mr. Fluff and Stuff says, data point for your Twitter puzzles, hot stuff. I can do the Mondays if I take some time to make sure I'm correct, and I can usually piece together the Tuesdays. The Wednesday puzzle on, I am usually immediately stumped. Oh, the Wednesday puzzle on, I am usually immediately stumped and have no idea how to make progress, so count me as somebody who likes the puzzles that are too easy. XOXO, Mr. Fluff and Stuff. Okay. Well, thanks, buddy. Yeah, I, that's. it is hard to get a sense of whether people enjoy the progression or not, because it definitely does fall off by the end of the week. Sandwich Do says, hey guys, for your 420 episode, you could do 35 dozen minutes to hide from the narcs. Also, give each other spoopy <laughs> names. I bet it will be totally awesome. Uh, okay. Um, hmm. Haunt stuff. Okay. <laughs> and I'm how about Lick? I'm going <laughs> to say I'm going to say Hot yeah. Snuff. Oh, like a okay. Uh and, uh, and boo rough spliff <laughs> that's not spooky <laughs> well, um 
It's haunted. <laughs> haunted riff. <laughs> Yeah, this is the problem that I run into when trying to co- come up with a replacement for my name on Twitter. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, let's see. Riff Goner. <laughs> there we go. Riff Goner? Yeah. Huh. But Connor, but Goner, like he's daddy's. Oh, 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 right. Yeah. His last name. See? I had forgotten that he had a, a last <laughs> it's, name. It's true. Uh, like a- Cher, whose spookly, spooky, spook, spookly, spookly name is Scare. <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. Yeah. Okay. Um, Phil says, hi, Asim. The breakfast reminders seem useful, although would you be able to put reminders above them? Uh, oh, reminders from the notes above them. Yeah, I think putting in some configuration options on where those should go would make a lot of people happy. I, but- this This might be too much work but i think i would definitely appreciate like i i like them but what i would like is a single little notice that says like daily reminders that takes me to another page because like if you don't if you log in don't want to deal with them you have to like scroll way the hell down to get to your well if you have everything right but i mean old accounts do yeah i mean i think that my initial pitch for this was that it would be a short pain with like the top three or whatever and then mm. you could expand it um but it would be its own little pain uh yeah or you'd either expand it or you'd click a link to go to it on its own script i mean nobody wants anything to be its own web page anymore websites right. man they don't even mean anything anymore man you know what this means it's a really good time for frames to make a comeback yeah it is because like not, you don't ever navigate. Like, nobody navigates the web the way that they used to anymore. Wow, you could... Who... Why has no one made a browser that's just, like, eight mobile windows? So, you just see just see a bunch of mobile well, like Every website. time you go to a website, you just get eight copies of the mobile <laughs> version of the website. <laughs> I was thinking that you could load them into different little frames wow. but you and you'd know you'd be able to see like all right well three of these have just redirected to the app store because of like a badly controlled ad <laughs> right in there um two of them just failed to load uh yeah it'd man. be it'd be, a, it'd be a nice reminder of the modern web mm-hmm. uh, also seeing as i always seem to ask questions about the game what are your favorite fruits either in terms of eating or flavor that uh, continues Isn't, phil is that not huh. the same thing <laughs> Well, I enjoy eating a kiwi, but I don't know that it's my favorite flavor. I was going to say the opposite. I like the flavor of a kiwi more than I like the eating of a kiwi because it's a hassle. So you probably take the skin off. Just eat the skin. Really? Yeah. Just eat eat it like an apple? Eat it like an apple. It's great. I feel like I have done that in the past. Because the skin itself is really tart. I like fruit flies, like a banana. <laughs> I probably eat more apples than anything else because with my lunch, I will often have an apple with some peanut butter. This is not at all what the question was asking, but uh, there are these like banana cinnamon, um, like what are those popsicle things that sometimes the store across the street has, and they are fucking delicious. So I think banana plus cinnamon is my safe favorite fruit. <laughs> okay. I like I, uh, I like the memories of the peaches I used to eat when I was a little kid before they bred all the flavor out of them to make them more hearty for the grocery store. Mm. Huh. 
I've heard that like the previous generation of bananas was better than this. Yeah, our grandparents' bananas. The, our and the, the current the current generation of bananas is just our nana's bananas. Totally entitled. Uh, I remember enjoying strawberries a lot more as a kid than I do now because they just never really seem to be very good. And also, when I was a kid, I would dip them in powdered sugar, oh, wow. which is not a thing I'm gonna do now. You know, uh, something your mom taught me was to take a strawberry, cut the like green part off so you kind of have like a little cup fill it with amaretto put uh with like whipped my cream mom on top taught you that? yes i thought that was the thing that you did to my mom not no no she taught me that you. and then you put whipped cream on top and then you eat it like a little uh amaretto like strawberry little, shot like a little cordial shot yeah <laughs> that's and it was, sort it was of really like good. how i eat hard-boiled eggs except with sriracha and mayonnaise <laughs> Uh, gross wow do you have like spray mayonnaise spray mayonnaise it's it's you know it comes in a squirt bottle squeeze squeeze instead of the jar that you need a knife to use wait so you hollow out i like take the yolk out of the egg no i don't like hollow it out i just sort of take a bite out of it so it has like sort of divot an indentation it seems like you could just because of your sphere you could just put this you could just pierce the egg with the sriracha and just inflate. Oh. You know what I mean? God, that's gross. But that seems like it would work, right? And then you just have a hard... Maybe. I mean, I guess it might come out the hole that you'd made. I don't know. So wait, really are you it. saying you you take an uncooked egg? No, no, no. Oh, take, okay. take a hard-boiled egg that you've peeled already. Oh, that you have poke, peeled. poke the nozzle of the sriracha oh, oh, into the oh, yolk that's... and then try to, like, infuse the yolk. Like, just I thought it was it. still in the shell. That, no, that, that was way more mm, confusing. Yeah, you could do that before you boiled it, but then you'd have to, like epoxy over the hole you made <laughs> okay you you blow out an egg so that it's <laughs> just fill it, the, with fill it with sriracha <laughs> then hard boil it okay so then yeah when you hand it you're like hey do you want a hard boiled egg and somebody will say sure and then you give them just a little trap filled with boiling sriracha <laughs> i bet they think it was blood you think? Yeah, <laughs> that's what they would think. It's a it's a Halloween food. It's a uh, what? What do you want? It's my mother's tradition: peeled um, grapes and sriracha eggs. You know what I've been eating a lot of lately uh, is pineapple. This this place that oh. I've been having mm. breakfast Pineapple's often gives good. you the the two egg breakfast with a couple of slices of pineapple on the side. And Kiwi really and pineapple awesome. has the same problem where you have too much of it and your mouth just uh, starts to decompose because of the uh like because of enzymes. how acidic it is it's i think it's more than just the acid but it's i think it literally starts to try to digest your mouth i think the pineapple <laughs> is trying to eat you you think it's cognizant of that you think it's yeah <laughs> so i know we've had this argument about cats but do you are you going to claim that pineapples have intentions sure okay the amazing, Mr. the amazing Mr. Toothpaste writes, Hi guys, what's the plan for community service once November 15th comes around? Will the karma reward drop down to the same thing as all the other out-of-season paths? Are there any concerns about what being free from the standard restrictions will do for it? Yeah, I mean... I think perhaps we increase the required uh, turn investment or something. Yeah, which I mean... It's not it's just a single awesome. number in a choice adventure. Yeah, yeah. and it's not great, but, but it's yeah, it's dangerous otherwise. Yeah. You could I mean, you can't do more than one of them in a karma. Well, it is. I mean, I, we don't tend to make we've not ever I think made a path worth like you have to spend karma to do it. Um <laughs> Oh, huh. The karma sink path. <clears throat> 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it depends on how intensive it is in terms of resources to actually do a one day run, right? Because you can't, we basically fixed the problem, right? You can't do more than one day run in a day. Is there a f- more than one familiar one day that you can buy with Karma? There's not. Okay. I know people are, people are starting to, there are more people who have more Karma than they have anything to spend it on. And so it's that idea, you know, because that was a thing. At the Valhalla revamp, Jamelli's been pushing for a... Right. I think what he wants is the escalating cost tattoo. Uh, that's what I would recommend as a thing. But you could also have a couple other sort of high high but not out of control yeah. priced items. Yeah. That UI is so clean now. <sighs> Time to dirty it up. That's probably not really true <laughs> anymore. Um, Croft says, hey, how's it going, Croft? I haven't seen you in a while. Croft was the guy that we went to uh, the science museum with in Karlsruhe, Germany. Oh. Um, and I'm going to introduce him to my friends, Sid and Marty. <laughs> Sid and Marty? <laughs> Croft. Croft, Sid and Marty. He says, how about introducing a way to convert Freddy Krueger ends into electric Kool-Aid uh, and bottle of Bloodweiser, like 200 to 1 or 500 to 1 or something? Cheers, Croft. That is a pretty good idea, actually. Yeah, that's Selling a really good idea. those for... Like really high markup because once you see that piles up, yeah, yeah, because those are a pain to get and people want them. Uh, Wolf Boss says, Hey, spooky devs, I've been messing around in clan dungeons for a bit and I'm really enjoying them. One thing that's been coming up in my clan is people finishing out an area in dread without permission. This prevents access to the non combat adventures, making it impossible to get supplies from the area or wasting charges in the machine. Could it be possible to get a note in the log about who finishes the area or possibly a very verbose version of the dungeon log listing who lists? Uh, dungeon log listing who killed what when. Implement more precise executive information. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since we had one of those. Yeah. I, the existing logs really should be enough to tell, unless something is wrong or unless something is missing, they really should be enough for you to reconstruct who was responsible for. Apparently they're not finishing out this. I mean, it'll tell you, it, it'll tell you who killed the boss. You finish out the zone by killing the boss, right? And unless it's like, they're doing everything but the boss or maybe something. Maybe you're not. Maybe the maybe the way those boss fights work is not handled with the logs. Yeah. Well, no no no. I'm saying maybe it's like when you when you kill a number of enemies, right? Like maybe it's not easy to look at it and tell how many times can you fight in there without ending it. Right. That's that works, but the logic is a pain in the ass. All the kisses. Well, no, just the the way that clan dungeons work, where it's like they're either in this state where you can adventure there, or they're in this state where the boss is ready to fight. Right. You know, I wonder if we could do it more like a you have to kill a certain number of mobs, or you have to do a certain number of things in order to unlock the boss, but it doesn't like prevent you from adventuring in the zone. Like if what you're doing is farming stuff, I mean, people makes- wouldn't have wanted that in Hobopolis because they would have want they they are usually going for like a low turn count. Right. But if the boss just became available at the point where the boss becomes forced, you can still do that. It's easier to, it's easier for somebody to just go in there and fuck it up, but it's easy for somebody to go in and fuck it up now. Uh, And then the other question is, do you want people to be able to farm? That's, I mean, that's, we would obviously have to reset the, we would have to design it with that in mind. I mean, right now the way that Dreadsylvania works is weird because if you open it up, everybody can just go to the, not like anyone can go in and do the non-combats right the things that you farm in there the ghost don't let stuff. you back in yeah like you can only do each of those things once but everyone can do them once right 
right? So it's yep. a little goofy now. It's like, well, we can do this until somebody spends one more turn in here, and then anyone who didn't already do it is just SOL. Right. Like, that's kind of lame. And having, you know, Dreadsylvania is more of a place than Hobopolis, right? Just because of that. And it's, it, that it therefore seems weirder that you can't go in, like, because you're going to the library or whatever. You're going to sure. the blacksmith shop in, in town as opposed to, but you I mean, narratively, the, something has happened, right? Like, when a boss has been killed. Yeah, but it shouldn't stop you from... It narratively doesn't make sense that it would stop you from... It doesn't... It also doesn't narratively make sense that you can't, like, turn valve wheels in Burn Barrel Boulevard sure. after you've killed Old Scratch. But it doesn't feel weird because you don't, like, say, I want to go to these valve wheels and then click a thing and it says, right. you can't get there. Whereas in Dreadsylvania, it does. And, I, you know... I like, I think that that really works about Dreselvania in terms of it feeling more like a place, but yeah, it's, you know, it, it, a lot of that is just fallout from the fact that like, doesn't KOL as a multiplayer game doesn't really make sense. You know, it's these weird sort of compromises tacked onto other weird compromises that are just how clan dungeons work. And we could try a different model for a different clan dungeon. It's a hassle to get. It's not, you know, it doesn't, it takes like an hour to just set up a zone. Like, whereas to set up a zone in the larger world, it's like 10 seconds. It's like, all right, here's a zone. Put some monsters in it or whatever. A clan dungeon, like, because of that whole, like, you got to, you have to account for all of these different states. Like, this person is in the choice that could launch the boss fight. Somebody else then adventuring then should also get into that choice. But if one of them hits the button and then the other one hits the button, it should not let them into the fight. Like, it's just a bunch of different sets of circumstances. Like, you, we need a thing that keeps you out if somebody is in the middle of a fight with the boss. Like, so there are just all of these little goofy moving parts that have to happen to just do the basics of like a, this is a clan dungeon zone with a fixed number of mobs and a boss in it. I don't know. I mean, obviously, on the farming thing, we would just have to design it so that that wasn't a big deal, right? Which we have a lot more ways of making things scarce than we used to. This would be a good segue uh, into making ourselves scarce in order to go get some food. It's mm. not quite Yay, time food. yet. Oh. <laughs> I said it would be a good segue. Not, it is a good segue. You, you also can't say, oh, this is a good segue, because that the act of saying this is a good segue makes it not a good oh. segue. Well, unless you are like, huh? this is a good segue that's rolling up the ramp right now towards us, <laughs> which reminds me of a time that uh, I fell down a ramp. So then we go to the place that sells ramp salad. Sure. Ramp is a green, right? I guess. <laughs> I I don't know that I would have known that if you hadn't mentioned it. I'm going to Google ramp. The ramp. The ramp. Did you do ramp greens? Ramp. Are you thinking of Gramps? And when he was sick? Well, is there really not... There is not a food called ramp. What am I... <clears throat> is it maybe only plural? Does it only exist as ramps? I don't know. Gramps. 
ramp just redirects to ramp. What am I thinking of? Am I just thinking of some other four letter word that means a bunch of things and is also a green? There are a couple of weird greens. Okay, ramp. <clears throat> Allium trichoxum is a North American species of wild onion widespread across eastern Canada and the eastern United States. Many of these English names are used for other Allium species. So yeah, there is entirely just a plant called ramp that is not on the Wikipedia disambiguation page for ramp. Wow. Crazy. Oh, no, it is. I just didn't read it because it is listed in Wikipedia by its Latin name. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Well, I'm glad we worked that out in public. Well, I, I mean, we're educating ourselves and our listeners, right? Uh, Anjuman23 says, Hi, Jack Griffin Hot Stuff. Come 2016, the reanimated reanimator goes out of standard, limiting copy options to available to hardcore players or any other kind of player during hardcore runs. Is there any replacement being considered? The obtuse angel is a fairy with some exclusive drops. The reanimator is a volleyball that can tweak to act as an attack slash potato slash barnacle slash leprechaun slash fairy familiar. So why not another familiar with a copy mechanic sharing encounter with the angel and reanimator alongside some other use of its own? Well, the whole point of standard restrictions is so that we wouldn't have to write ourselves into weird stuff. narrative and mechanical counters making it so corners making it so things shared counters um you know the copying that you have available to you in 2016 is the chateau painting um this is the old standard stuff like the 4d camera and that kind of thing yeah although that's not what they're talking about right because those the reanimator lets In you fight hardcore, a bunch of co- the reanimator also lets you fight a bunch of copies of a thing like it makes okay. it come back to you over time like the, right, the I mean because the, the theme with the, with the angel was that it would like shoot a cupid a arrow at it, it and that monster is in love with you and so it keeps yeah. keeps recurring keeps repeating on you um <laughs> so just we could do some sort of like indigestion mm-hmm. I don't think that we would do it like that anymore anyway i think if we were gonna do that we would do something like the chateau painting where it happens when you choose as opposed to a thing that it matters where it is and that just the kind of like fiddliness bullshit that you had to do with you know like the i mean the mini hipster had a similar kind of thing right like those the location of those free fights mattered in terms of like burning delay in zones and uh, free fights really understood it bad idea (laughs) well yeah i mean just had it had weird implications it did yeah that made it suboptimal for design Kuerty writes, it would be really cool if you could turn your custom top menu into a big text file so that you could, say, paste it into your display case and other people could use your top menu. It could also let you switch between entirely different menus. That is a feature that I am entirely on board with because it is just stored as JSON. Right. So just an export, which just loads into the main pane. This and then an import a text yeah and then an import the problem is then people can put shitty data into did you did you read the yojimbo's uh log of his one day um no cuz there is people were asking about his interface and he was like yeah that's some tweaked 
top menu stuff and he's like got he has a little script which lets him basically use any image from the game that just resizes everything down to 30 by 30 for buttons and then there's a button that pulls out password hash so that he can use it in to in a button to like do a cheat thing like he just like super customized Mm -hmm. all the top menu stuff by sort of sideways hacks yeah i wonder if there's stuff we could learn from his thing to just add features yeah you know every once in a while somebody will like ask us to add something new to api.php and we you know we usually do i mean there's no there's no harm in revealing in a more convenient form you know i what about uh a i p y dot php okay i don't think that clan is really exists anymore you don't think no um the export import like i don't i mean we could just put on there use this at your own risk like there's nothing that you can do i don't think there's no garbage that you could put in there that's going to do anything other than request web pages from our web server. And our web server has to be resistant to any problems that you could create just by requesting web pages. This it, right? might be a place that somebody could do that, like, profile virus thing, right? You would be very, it would be a lot more act, like it would require your active oh, transmission of it. Yeah, I mean, well... Right. Yeah, I mean, you you know, you just put in a like, hey, click click here, and then what it does is it it's something that writes a macro to send the person all your meat or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's the kind of thing I'm talking about when I say you use it at your own risk. Sure, right, but it's not gonna. That's not gonna let you run arbitrary code, right? It's not like there's uh, there's nothing it could put in that pane that you couldn't put in there at the JavaScript console. So it's not actually unsafe. Well, it is not unsafe. Except from, that you're giving it to other people. Yes. Like that's the, the it's, right. it is the social vector. That is the thing that I become a little concerned about. Uh, but then again, that's like, this is the problem that we always have. Like anytime we want to do something cool, we always have to be cognizant of the people that are going to exploit it. And sometimes we can't give people nice toys because people would be, dicks with them <laughs> right elfin says jake seemed pretty receptive to the challenge path and review show so i will now ask about this until it happens snowballing weed optional man did you see that one guy in the forums who was really mad at the transcript uh because he was like couldn't they just do the challenge path and review show and not use drugs <laughs> like, okay god for fuck's sake it was a joke and then went on to say like you know where i am weed is illegal so you might as well do the show on meth or crack i'm like Okay, obviously, this guy knows a lot about drugs and how <laughs> they are. We're probably not going to smoke a bunch of pot and then do a challenge path and review show, guys. <laughs> Although, that would be a good follow-up to the drungeon. <laughs> it, the weedgen? The gongen. Just oh, being in go. San Francisco means you are effectively high half Just the time. Yeah. <laughs> You mean because of all the pot you smoke? Well, <laughs> because of the ready, the ready access, the require, the required by law. We have to, we have to burn the weeds. Everyone's because of- a cop just walks up to you and puts a bong in your face. Yeah, the vape police. Speaking of which, I got the munchies real bad. <laughs> Should we go get some food? Sure.
Uh, make a hamburger out of farts. <laughs> Have a great week, everybody. Night, I forgot everybody. how to end the show. <laughs>